I cannot step into new, larger spaces with an old mindset that is too small for all that lies ahead. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp of AliciaVSharp.com. And today we have part two of Darlene Check's message about living large. Here's Darlene. The Holy Spirit reminded me really quickly that throughout the Bible, people who stood up to say yes to things that are out of the ordinary for the sake of others and for the sake of unity were always misunderstood and criticized. So I quickly in my heart had to gather myself before God and ask the Holy Spirit to help me respond with grace and in my lack of understanding, be okay with not knowing everything that is going on. Leadership on your life is developed as you wade through life's difficulties and not allow the circumstances not to only just take you out, but to cause your heart to be jaded. When we look at the life of Joseph in Genesis 37, It says, after him being known as his dad's favourite, after relaying a dream to his family about what God had shown him, that all his brothers would bow down to him, this caused them all to be very upset. And I secretly love that Joseph was so pure that he thought everyone would be so happy that he'd had a second dream. And this is what it says in Genesis 37. He had another dream and he related it to his brothers and said, Lo, I love that, Lo, I have had still another dream and behold, the sun and the moon and 11 stars were bowing down to me. He related it to his father and to his brothers and his father rebuked him and said, What is this dream that you have had? Shall I and your mother and your brothers actually come and bow ourselves down before you to the ground? His brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the saying in mind. How did Joseph respond? Joseph had the opportunity to get hurt, to small himself down, to retreat, to pull away, to match how he could have felt about this, but he didn't. He faced his brothers wanting to kill him, He was sold as a slave. He was put in a pit that tried to contain him and harm him and then in a prison that was trying to hold him. But my friend, in the end, the largeness of the God within him and his revelation of his largeness of heart was enough to make him greater than any prison that he was facing. God vindicated Joseph gave him great wisdom and favour, and not by killing his brothers. (laughs) Notice he didn't just exterminate the enemy, but rather by exalting Joseph and promoting him when others originally and mistakenly thought he was promoting himself. And God used Joseph to not only be promoted and be a voice, but to actually save the very ones who persecuted him. This is the heart of God. This is how God works. 
But church, whenever we are behaving with a smallness of spirit, we can become super critical of even great things, large or small. Usually humanity criticizes what we don't understand. This is what I found out about the Rome event. The critics were not awful people, but were obviously operating out of a small or even mean spirit. And they totally missed the outcome of unity, but rather almost relished the thought of tearing something down that they didn't understand. Maybe they they had a, a right to be angry, but that still doesn't give you a right to point the finger and criticize what you don't fully understand. Let me give it to you another way. Years ago, Mark and I, we built this big family home, big sprawling home, ready for grandchildren. We didn't have any yet. We've got four now. It was my faith house. I'm going to fill that house with grandchildren. Come on, daughters, get married. Four down. Perfect. Lots more to come. Zoe. (laughs) In many years. Remember, I've said she's allowed to date when she's 30. She's the baby. <laughs> so we built this big home. And, you know, I'm not one for formal kind of areas. You know, the room covered in plastic that no one's allowed to go in. So there was no separate living areas, just one great big one with a kitchen up the end and just space. I loved it. Lots of people over all the time, a sanguine's idea of heaven. And we brought the lounge chairs that we had from our old home and brought them into our new home. And I had set them up almost exactly the same way as they were set in the old home. So remember now I've got a big room, small lounges, lots and lots of space for a new layout, but I had reverted to a known configuration. It was like my automatic response. And one morning I walked into this room and I saw it in a new way. The Holy Spirit was highlighting to me. He said, I have put you in a new place. He wasn't talking about my lounge room. He was talking metaphorically. I've put you in a new place, a larger space. You need to grow on the inside to walk into your new space well. I'm like, hmm, first in the natural, then the spiritual, in the natural, I was doing what was conditioned in me and I realised then that this was also a danger in my heart of hearts, that I cannot step into new larger spaces with an old mindset that is stuck in a configuration that is just too small for all that lies ahead. When I talked to the Lord about it, I asked him to challenge me. Dangerous prayer. Challenge me, Lord. Stretch me. And the prayer that came to me was a prayer from a man named Jabez. There's not a lot known around Jabez. The Bible says he was an honourable man. And his mother named him Jabez, which means sorrowful or causer of pain. Nice. (laughs) My name, Darlene, means dearly loved. It's like walking around with a big hug all the time. (laughs) Jabez, come here, 
causer of pain. <laughs> like it's just not nice. Got to be careful what you call your kids. But then we hear Jabez, we hear the ache in his heart from 1 Chronicles 4. It says that Jabez called upon the God of Israel saying, oh, that you would bless me, enlarge my border, that your hand might be with me and that you might keep me from harm so that it might not bring me pain. Jabez, you hear this ache saying, God, I need to be enlarged. I don't want to be known as the sorrowful one or the maker of pain. Enlarge my territory. It's a simple prayer. Prayed in great faith. His natural borders, his internal borders. You can hear the stretching of Jabez's heart in the process. So how large do we need to be? Well, how large is the call of God on your life? <laughs> it's large. Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have toward you, said the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. See, a critical spirit, a judgmental attitude, a pious approach to life, all of these things tend to keep you small on the inside. They're all rooted in pride and if left unaddressed, they will not only keep you small, they will mess you up. And look out because like attracts like. If you start to wonder why certain people are hanging around you, then you only need to look at yourself. It sounds like a big thing, but it's the truth, right? See, I can imagine Joseph's life turning out very differently if he didn't have a large heartedness about him. I can imagine Queen Esther's life turning out very differently had she not had a large heartedness about her. I can imagine a certain man that is unnamed in Luke chapter 10, who's traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho when robbers beat him and they steal from him and they leave him for dead. And then along comes a large-hearted Samaritan. He's willing to be interrupted. He came in and did what was needed in the situation. And if you look at all of these examples, this large-heartedness has been absolutely necessary to bring about change in someone else's life. And church, isn't this the point? We say yes to Christ. He changes us from the inside out, but that's just the beginning. John 10.10 10 says, I came you that you may have life, just the beginning, and life in all its fullness. Not just life, point one, <laughs> but life in all its fullness. It's that Isaiah 61, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because... We get saved up and into Christ and then we live out our faith, taking his presence wherever we go, having a large heartedness about who we are, not because of what we have done, but because of what Jesus has already done for each and every one of us. Can I hear an amen? Amen.
That was Darlene Check, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Darlene Check Living Large. You can also find out more information about her at her website, DarleneCheck.com, and you spell it a little differently. It's Z-S-C-H-E-C-H is the way you spell her last name. Um, hope you have a great day. Remember that God loves you right where you are and has great plans for your life. Don't sell him short or yourself. Have a great day. God bless you. Thank you.